What do you think of the new thumbnail, the YouTube thumbnail? Podcast, episode 194, Tipitaka, part 122, in which we will continue reading the Tipitaka. Uh, Bikuni Vibanga, rules for nuns, Pakitia, that's expiation, starting with Pakitia 56. Um, if you have not seen me before, uh, just briefly, I'll go into um, the goal of this podcast is to read all the available pre-sectarian early Buddhist literature, i.e. the Tipitaka. And then we're going to read some early Mahayana sutras. And then we're going to read the uh, commentaries on the Tipitaka, which uh, came after the beginning of Mahayana, so that's why it seems maybe a little out of order. And then after that, we will read some later Mahayana sutras before we get into the Tibetan Vajrayana uh, in all of its various forms. And then we'll read some Shingon, and then eventually we'll get into Chan and Zen. So it's a very long, uh, ambitious project, and Per the, uh, the stated goal, we are reading the Tipitaka in order, and I'm on the third book out of the six rules of expiation. I mean, the six rules books, the, uh, the Vinaya Pitaka, if I'm not mistaken, before we get to the Sutta Pitaka, which is behind me here, and then the Abhidhamma Pitaka. So this part's a little boring, so if you want to tune back in in about a year and a half, we'll be getting into the teachings of the Buddha. Right now, we are reading the do's and don'ts, actually just the don'ts, for, uh, for the nuns. We already read the uh, rules for the monks. Um, but if you would like to start at the beginning of the Tipitaka, feel free to click right there and do so. What do you think of the new thumbnail, the YouTube thumbnail, for those on YouTube? It looks a little bit like this. So you got the the specific episode up here, the uh, section down here. Okay, anyway, <clears throat> that's for the people on uh, YouTube. Of course, there's people who aren't hearing me, I mean, aren't seeing me, but rather hearing me and the train um, and sometimes the dogs. I'll go ahead and get to the reading. Expiation, Pakitia, 56, at one time. The Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now at that time, several nuns, having spent the rains in a village residence, went to Savati. Nuns spoke thus to these nuns, where did the ladies spend the rains? We hope that the exhortation was effective, End quote. Quote, 
There were no monks there, ladies. How could the exhortation be effective? End quote. Those who were modest nuns, three dots spread it about, saying, quote, How can these nuns spend the rains in a residence where there is no monk? And quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the nuns, three dots, where there was no monk, and quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can the nuns, three dots, where there is no monk? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun should spend the reins in a residence where there is no monk, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. So uh, implied, we get to learn some of the do's in that don't. Uh, apparently, the nuns aren't supposed to stay in a residence where there's no monk. In other words, the nuns stay in a residence where there is a monk during the reins. Okay, also that exhortation can only be done by monks, not by nuns. Hmm, all right, you know, it's a different time. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. A residence where there is no monk means it is not possible to go for exhortation or for communion. If she thinks, quote, I will spend the reins, end quote, parentheses, and, end parentheses, prepares a lodging, provides drinking water and water for washing, sweeps a cell, there is an offensive wrongdoing. With sunrise, there is an offensive expiation. There is no offense if monks, having entered on the rain settlement, come to have gone away or left the order or done their time. What is done their time? or uh, gone over to parentheses, another end parentheses, side. If there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Well, that's rule of Pocky uh, Tia 56. There you have it. There's a few mysteries in there that uh, hopefully the, the sixth century common era scholar monks will cover eventually when we get to after the uh, the whole Tipitaka and the early Mahayana, we'll get to those commentaries and have a little bit of clarification about this. <clears throat> Expiation, Pakitiya 57. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatapindika's monastery. Now at that time, several nuns, having kept the reins in a village residence, went to Savati. Nuns spoke thus to these nuns, quote, where did the ladies keep the reins? Was an order of monks, quote within quotes, invited? And quote within quotes, end quote. I wonder if the quotes are like the air quotes of modern times, like invited, like not really invited? Probably not. I don't even think that kind of sarcasm existed in the 30s when Miss Horner was translating this. Anyway, quote, ladies, we did not invite an order of monks, end quote. 
Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these nuns, having spent the rains, not invite an order of monks? And quote, three dots, quote, <clears throat> Is it true, as is said, monks, that nuns, three dots, did not invite an order of monks? And quote, quote, It is true, Lord. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can nuns three dots not invite an order of monks? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased three dots in this rule of training. Whatever nun, having kept the reins, should not invite both orders in respect of these of three matters what has what was seen or heard or suspected there is an offense of expiation and quote okay maybe there'll be a little bit of clarification just a little bit about what we're talking about whatever means three dots none means three dots having kept the reins means having kept the first three months or the last three months. If she thinks, quote, I will not invite both orders in respect of three matters, what was seen or heard or suspected, end quote, in throwing off the responsibility, there is an offense of expiation. No clarification whatsoever. Okay. <clears throat> there is no offense if there is an obstacle, if having looked about, she does not get the chance, if she is ill, if there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. So um, I guess when you stay somewhere for the rains, you're supposed to invite, in quotes, an order of monks uh, in regard to what's seen, heard, and suspected. Comment below if it makes any sense to you. I'm just going to keep reading. Some of these rules are fun. Some are funny. Some are serious. Some are boring. And some are like this. Like, what? That, that was one of those. Continuing. Let's see what kind this is. They're all very short, that's for sure. I'll probably read. I don't know. We'll see. Today, expiation, pakitia, 58 at one time. The enlightened one, the Lord, was staying among the, the Sakyans at Kapilavatu in the Banyan Monastery. Now at that time, the group of six monks, we haven't seen them in a little while, we'll put them over here, Exhorted the group of six nuns. I had a feeling they were going to be involved. All right. We got kind of a crowded situation here. These are the six monks. Um, let's just uh, quickly do a flashback and run through some of the naughty things the six monks did. They bathed in one set of robes and then changed into a second set of robes afterward. They also asked for robes on behalf of a monk whose robe was stolen. They took many robes. They had a rug made with pure black sheep's wool. They had sheep's wool washed, dyed, and combed by nuns. And these nuns then neglected their studies and their regular practices. 
They did various transactions with gold and silver. They made a hoard of many bowls. They chose clothes to be given during the rains before the rains, then went naked when the clothes got wet from the rain. They knew that robe material was to be donated to the order and said, give the robe material to us. They quarreled with well-behaved monks, jeered at them, scoffed at them about birth, name, clan, work, craft, disease, distinguishing mark, passion, attainment, and low mode of address. They teased Upananda in front of lay followers for being on probation for masturbating. They laid down in sleeping places intended for the elder monks. They waited until the group of 70 monks finished repairing a sleeping place, then grabbed them by the throats and threw them out and took the sleeping place from them. They exhorted nuns to receive requisites and gave only inferior talk, dismissing them. Go, sisters. They exhorted the nuns at the nuns' quarters, rather than meeting somewhere or having the nuns come to them. They stayed on and on, receiving alms in a public rest house. They asked a donor for medicine, and he told them to wait a day. And they refused to wait. They went to watch a battle. They got drunk. They tickled the group of 17 monks until one of the 17 monks died. Yeah, so, and the six nuns... If you've been watching, uh, we've heard from more recently. They're as popular in the uh, rules for nuns as the monks were in the rules for monks. Continuing. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yes. Now at that time, the group of six monks, having approached a nunnery, exhorted the group of six nuns. Nuns spoke thus to the group of six nuns. Quote, come, ladies, we will go for exhortation. End quote. Quote, well, ladies, we would go for the sake of exhortation, parentheses, but, and parentheses, the group of the six masters exhort us, having come to this place itself, end quote. You know what? I remember this rule in the rules for monks, but it was from the perspective of the monks. The monks got in trouble for this, and I guess the nuns are going to get in trouble as well. Well, that's interesting, because there were a few times that nuns did things and monks got in trouble in the rules for monks. I guess maybe the nuns got in trouble as well, but it was in a different section. I mean, didn't really get in trouble because the rule hadn't been established yet. So I should say the rule was established. Okay, continuing. Uh, those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, how, quote, how can this group of six nuns not go for exhortation? Is that what they did wrong? Okay. And, quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that the group of six nuns did not go for exhortation? End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can the group of six nuns not go for exhortation? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, and parentheses pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun should not go for exhortation or for communion, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. Thank you, all twelve of you. <sighs> yeah, yeah. In, the, in previous recitals, for those who are long-time watchers, listeners of this, you've heard me already go on about 
how unfortunate it was that uh, things were the way they were from recorded history until today. <laughs> so Lord Buddha would teach the monks, the monks would teach the nuns. That's so hence, if they didn't bring monks along, I guess, to see, hear, and suspect, as well as teach them during the rains, that was a no-no, because what, are the nuns going to teach nuns? <laughs> That's how things were back then, unfortunately. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. Exhortation means the eight important rules. Okay. Um... Editor Edward, would you see if the eight important rules have been mentioned at some point in the past? He says, sisters, are the eight important rules being kept up? If they say, quote within quotes, master, they are not being kept up, end quote within quotes, he should expound them. A nun who has been ordained, parentheses, even, end parentheses, for a century, must greet respectfully, rise up from her seat, salute with joined palms, do proper homage to a monk ordained but that day. So here we see some of the remnants of the old patriarchal way of kind of the whole world for the most part. So a nun who's been a nun for a hundred years should pay homage to a monk who just became a monk that day because she's a nun and he's a monk. All right. A nun must not spend the rains in a residence where there is no monk. Every half month, a nun should desire two things from the order of monks. The asking, parentheses, as to the date, and parentheses, of the observance day, and the coming for the exhortation. After the rains, a nun must keep the ceremony held at the end of the rains before both orders in respect of three matters. What was seen, what was heard, what was suspected. A nun offending against an important rule must undergo the manata discipline for half a month before both orders. When as a novice she has trained in the six rules for two years, she should seek ordination from both orders. A monk is not to be reviled or abused in any way by a nun. From today, admonition of monks by nuns is forbidden. Admonition of nuns by monks is not forbidden. Well, there you go. The double standard there in ink. Okay. Communion means one parentheses formal and parentheses act, one recitation, and equal training. If she thinks, quote, I will not go for exhortation or for communion, end quote, in throwing off the responsibility, there is an offensive expiation. There is no offense if there is an obstacle. If, having looked about for a nun as a companion, she does not get the chance, because nuns aren't supposed to go out alone, that rule, it was dangerous for women to walk around alone in Bihar. Today, let alone, uh, you know, 2,600 years ago, I'm sure it was also dangerous. They've said it's dangerous. So anyway, she does not get the chance if she is ill, if there are accidents, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer.
I will continue. Expiation, pakitia 59. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove, in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, nuns neither asked, parentheses the date of, and parentheses the observance day, nor did they ask for exhortation. Monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can these nuns neither ask, parentheses, the date of, end parentheses, the observance day, nor ask for exhortation, end quote, three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that nuns neither, three dots, nor ask for exhortation, end quote. Quote, it is true, Lord, end quote, the enlightened. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, How, monks, can nuns neither three dots nor ask for exhortation? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Every half-month a nun should desire two things from the order of monks, the asking as to, parentheses, the date of, and parentheses, the observance day, and the approaching for exhortation. <clears throat> for her who transgresses this, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Every half month means every observance day. Observance day means the two observance days that on the 14th day, and that on the 15th day. Exhortation means the eight important rules. If she thinks, quote, I will neither ask, parentheses, the date of, end parentheses, the observance day, nor ask for exhortation, end quote, in throwing off the responsibility, three dots, parentheses, C, 58, End parentheses, three dots, if she is the first wrongdoer. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to complete this uh, division by reading Expiation Pakitia 60. That's LX in Roman numerals. I don't know why they use Roman numerals in this translation. Anyway. Three dot, oh, excuse me. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, a certain nun together with a man, the one with the other, made a boil burst that had formed on the lower part of her body. Then that man began to violate that nun. She cried out in distress. Nuns, having run up, spoke thus to that nun, quote, Why do you, lady, cry out in distress? Then that nun told this matter to the nuns. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, blamed the victims. Oh, that's not what it says here. It says, uh, spread it about, saying, quote, How can this nun, together with a man, the one with the other, make a boil burst that had formed on the lower part of her body? Quote, three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, monks, that a nun, three dots, lower part of her body, 
end quote. Quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, how, monks, can a nun three dots lower part of her body? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, end parentheses, pleased. Three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun, having, without having obtained permission from an order or from a group, should together with a man, the one with the other, make a boil or a scab that has formed at the lower part of her body burst or break, or let it be washed or smeared or bound up or unbound, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. Okay. I mean, if there's like a, a doctor who happens to be a man, and oh, she can get permission. She can say, hey, this guy's a man. I've got this issue. It's a health issue. Can I see him about it? They can say yes. And uh, we'll have someone standing outside so that he doesn't get weird. Right? Different time. Whatever means three dots, none means three dots. Lower part of her body means below the navel to above the circle of the knees. That area. Has formed means has formed there. Boil means whatever is a boil. Uh, scab means whatever is a sore. Without having obtained permission means not asking parentheses for permission and Order means it is called an order of nuns. Group means they are called several nuns. Man means a human man, not a yaka, not a departed one, not an animal, one who is learned, competent to violate. I'll keep reading. Together with means together. The one with the other means there is a man and also a nun. If she commands, saying, quote, burst it, end quote, there is an offense of wrongdoing. When it is burst, there is an offense of expiation. If she commands, saying, quote, break it, three dots, wash it, three dots, smear it, three dots, bind it up, three dots, unbind it, end quote, there is an offense of wrongdoing. I think... What it is, is it repeats that whole statement for each of these cases. So if she commands saying, wash it, there is an offense of wrongdoing. When it is washed, there is an offense of expiation. If she commands saying, smear it, and so on. That's what's happening there. When it is broken, three dots washed, three dots smeared, three dots bound up, three dots unbound, <clears throat> there is an offense of expiation. There is no offense if, having obtained permission, she causes it to be burst or broken, three dots, or unbound. If some learned man, parentheses, is there, and parentheses, as companion. Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like, have someone there to stand guard, make sure this guy doesn't get weird. If she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. The sixth division, that on a monastery... Well, some of these rules are old-fashioned by our standards today. Um, that one in particular is an example of one that you can, you can see the intention is good. The intention is to protect the nun from uh, men, and that's good. So, there it is. Um, yeah, 
So that these are the, again, these are the rules of expiation, not the teachings of uh, Buddhism. But these are some of the earliest scriptures. And uh, since, you know, there isn't a whole lot of people talking about these, um, I uh, thought it would be good to, to do so. And I don't know, this is, this is a long project. And uh, so, yeah, I hope you're enjoying it. I, I used to talk more about like personal related uh, things and uh, less now, but just, just one small thing. I was looking at uh, my YouTube, you know, scrolling through and I saw um, a man, I assume from Tibet or Bhutan or something like that, you know, looking very seriously at the camera it says what Westerners get wrong about Buddhism. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of issues and it's a, there's a lot of, of angles and a lot of sensitivities and a lot of things like that. But it, it seems like people get a pass when, you know, uh, when they're targeting Westerners or targeting Europeans or targeting white people um, in a racist way. For example, if I were to say what Asians get wrong about Jesus, it'd be like, what is, what? Hmm? It's like, yeah, those Chineses, they get it all messed up. People would be like, this guy's racist, but this stuff is like, you know, the, uh, the sort of liberal leaning. Westerner will be like, hmm, yes, I should watch this and pay very close attention. I, I on the other hand, click do not recommend this channel to me ever again. Um, I don't know. You know, we're not a monolith. Um, my dad taught me. And what he taught me was different from what Gordon taught me. Gordon learned from Master Suzuki, who came from Japan, settled in San Francisco. And uh, sure, there's, there's people from, from a specifically Tibetan Vajrayana background who will say, ah, don't listen to those Zen, they don't understand Buddhism. And there's people in Zen that will say, don't listen to the Vajrayana, they don't understand Buddhism. And there's people in Shingon who will say, don't, they're Vajrayana, they'll say, don't listen to Tibetan Vajrayana. They'll say, no, Shingon is different from Vajrayana. Shingon is different from Tibetan, and the, that's a whole different thing. And, you know, then they'll all say, oh, Mahayana, okay, yeah, Mahayana. And, and Theravada, oh, that's little vehicle. And, you know, you got your own infighting going on. And uh, just leave the general anti-Western sentiment out of it, is my personal uh, feeling about it. And that's not to say that there aren't a lot of new age and hippie and... and uh, you know, people like that who are kind of, uh, I mean, overtly abusing um, the, the name of Lord Buddha to do weird things, to sell weird things, and to, you know, to recruit people into weird groups doing weird things. There are also people from Bhutan and Tibet doing the same thing. Um, 
I honestly haven't met very many or heard about very many people in Japan doing that, but there are weird cults there too, or have been. I don't know. It just seems like, like racist clickbait that, you know, it's that, that thing where it gets a pass because it's targeting the, what is traditionally for the past 300 years been the oppressors. And what is Westerner? Do you mean Western Europe? Do you mean, you know, I mean, I mean, I know what you mean. You mean Canada, UK, US, France, Australia, Germany, the Netherlands, and that's it. I think uh, the Spanish uh, former colonies, Spain, South America, Central America, and the bottom part of North America aren't really counted as Western, though they should be, right? Traditionally Catholic, Spanish-speaking, it's derived from Latin. Um, if you're talking Abrahamic, then uh, you know, Jewish and, and Arabic would be considered Western. I would consider them to be kind of in the same general umbrella, the monotheistic view. Um, a lot of the same values, kind of biblically oriented, oriented in the Tanakh and the teachings of uh, Moses and so on. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, just uh, felt like felt like bringing it up. I don't have anything solid to say. I'm not like really coming out and condemning. It's just I, I mean, it's not the first time I've seen it. It seems to be a popular topic is to talk about Westerners are materialistic, but Easterners believe that nothing exists, or Westerners are focused on the self, but in Buddhism there is no self, and things like that. It's like, yeah, maybe in one, one school of Buddhism that makes sense, um, you know, and uh, from a certain point of view, that, yeah, that's the teachings of Lord Buddha. But, you know, there's a lot of people in the East that think that there's a self. So what are you doing over there? Why? Why are you targeting Westerners? Like, that's a thing. And I know, because people click on it. People click on it during this period in history. I will meditate and, uh, and ask myself why it bothers me and uh, continue about my path. And I will continue to uh, do what I'm called to do, which is, among other things, uh, produce this podcast and this video series. And I hope that it doesn't bother anyone. But if it bothers someone because they think that they have some kind of racial or ethnic claim to the teachings of Lord Buddha, who, by the way, wasn't from Tibet or Bhutan, but, you know, it's okay. All right, well, I said it. I said what I wanted to say, what I didn't actually want to say, but I said it anyway. And uh, if you have any thoughts about anything I said, just know that I'm not talking about you unless you're one of the people who uh, were frowning, saying, what is this white man doing? He should stick to his own culture and leave India, leave his entire path, his entire life path, and do something else that I imagine he ought to do because I saw it on TV or because my racist uh, teacher thinks so and I'm parroting what he said or whatever the reason is why, uh, why you might be thinking badly of me because of the color of my skin. Um, 
then I am talking about you, but to everyone else, I send much love and compassion. And to come back to the teachings and the words of the prayer that my father and I prayed in the morning as I was growing up, I wish nothing but peace, serenity, compassion to even those who wish ill toward me and anyone who might happen to look like me. Jesus also said, love your enemies. So that's something that uh, those two great masters have in common. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings.